Yo, what is going on, guys? Welcome back to Izzy's room, the room where it all goes down. Um, I feel very calm and invigorated <laughs> right now. And this is not something I would say if I didn't like genuinely feel it. Um, I'm usually such a wired up person. Uh, we just got back from getting colder and ice cream. Cauldron, I think that's how it's pronounced. It's like a little like a bubble waffle looking shell uh, <laughs> with like some like fancy, it's this fancy ice cream, nitrogen ice cream, which I know you've been wanting for a long time now. I've been craving nitrogen infused ice cream. Mm, I feel so much better from the nitrogen. No, but I, uh, we just got done with that and we came back and something I've been looking at recently was like meditation and I always thought it was like a prop, you know? Some sort of like, I don't know, but I just never gave it that thought. I was like, ah, people practice it like they're full of shit. Um, and I, I never tried it for myself and I have friends that do, um, do it that I, I'm very close with. And I've been trying like lately to like open my mind to that. And right now we just do like a quick six minute meditation in the dark. And I'm not going to lie, dude, that is that's probably the most calm. And it sounds like such a crock of shit. That after six minutes, I'm like, all of a sudden, oh, I'm so calm. But that's genuine. Now, now he's a believer. Now he understands <laughs> like what all the hype is about. Well, I'm usually such a wired up person, dude. And when we sat there, I was like trying to find the right position, trying to, you know. And she was like, hey, don't like just stop. Stop it, fidgeting. It was, it was guided uh, meditation. Guided meditation. She was like, stop fidgeting. Like stop moving around. Like even if it's a position that you find comfortable, but slightly uncomfortable, like you'll get used to it. And my eyes, you know, when you're in REM sleep, right? I don't know if you know, but when you're in REM sleep, your eyes like dart around in your head. I'm not saying I was at that level, but I definitely right now, um, when I close my eyes for the first like four, three, four minutes, they were like shooting around, bro. Like I could not like my eyes, like on everything, uh, on everything. My left eye was like, I could see like light. It kept trying to like open itself because it's like, what are you doing? It's not nighttime. You're not ready to sleep. <laughs> And then I just kept focusing on the breathing internally. Like just stop thinking about everything around you. Like numb all your senses. All around you in the room is darkness. Like you're fine, you know, just numb all your senses. And then they stopped darting around. And my dude, my even like my head felt like hazy. Yeah. In like a good way. Like I was probably the most calm I've been. And I was super tired today. I didn't really get any sleep. And I'm definitely going to get bigger into the whole... uh I'm going to actually try, you know, like I try to wake up and at least stretch every day. I try to make a conscious effort to at least uh, stretch when I wake up. I feel like that is something that uh, kind of gets you going and awaken, like gets your blood flowing and gets out all the crimps. I don't know. I've always felt that way, but I uh, think I'm going to try this, you know, like meditating. My... um. I took my dad to, to hot yoga a couple of years ago. We've talked about this um, before, but I, um, I remember doing the techniques. Um, the, the guru uh, or the yogi is um, instructing everyone. And it's, it, you know, it's very similar to guided meditation, that the poses that you're in and the positions that you, that you hold. But um, after, after the class, I remember um, a few students coming up to the instructor and saying things like, you know, you're, you're so calm. You have such a, a calming aura about you. You know, have you always been that way? 
And she replied, the reason that I do yoga is because I'm not naturally this way. I am someone who's constantly worrying or freaking out or, or nervous about something. And this, this was my, like my me, way man. to exactly the, it, and it's always, I find it extremely interesting when people are doing things against themselves, um, for the betterment of themselves. And, um, we've had several conversations about this that have taken different shapes, but, um, in this particular scenario, you were able to experience some sort of peace while, uh, while leaning into a part of yourself that you don't normally tap into. For sure. I feel like, uh, the whole physical improvement thing, you know, you go to the gym, you go on a run, you go do all these other things. Uh, to make yourself like more physically proficient and better. Um, you yourself personally. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, me, whoever else is listening who works out, but mental is a, a big thing too. I'm the same way. Um, as your, whoever, Yogi, is that what you call him? <laughs> yeah. The yeah, um, instructor. <laughs> no, but I, I, dude, I'm very I'm like wired up all the time. The only time that I'm not like that is when I sleep. And even then, like before and after, like before I fall asleep and after I wake up, I'm automatically back to it. I'm like right back. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm quite the opposite. Um, and I, but we can, we can talk about that a little bit later. For sure. I feel like you're, you are, uh, you have more of that calmer aura, uh, to you. And I, uh, I just always, I feel like it's gotten me. In good places in life of and course, bad. Of course. Um, but I'm just always like wired up about something, bro. I'm always thinking about <laughs> the next this or the next that or this or that. I can even like hobbies. I can never uh, just fully decompress. And I, I need to make like a conscious uh, effort to try to get better at that because that catches up with you, you know. And um, yeah. I'm not typically, I don't even want to say I'm not a stressed person. I think I'm probably more stressed than most people. Yeah. I'm just so used to being stressed all the time. You operate on that high frequency so often, so for that sure. it's normal for you. For sure. I think so. And I'm, I'm quite the opposite. And I, I feel like uh, my natural state is, is one at rest. And I'm constantly having to, you know, like kick myself um, and force myself to do things because I, I know if I don't, then life passes me by. Wow. Um, I which is why I'm so committed to experiencing new things because I, I know that normally like I'd be content with just sitting down and do, <laughs> doing nothing. Oh, I could never, but I, I know that a deeper part of myself would, um, I just, I just know that I'm capable of doing and seeing more. And that's, that's why I'm always like preaching about going against yourself, um, in whatever capacity do that you serves you. Uh, how do you, how do you keep that for those, uh, for those out there that are more, I guess, um, on your frequency, on your wavelength, I guess that'd be more, uh, that'd be more contradictory for me to ask you. Yeah. I guess what I should be asking you is what you having that aura to you where you're way more, I guess, calm and you don't, you're not really like super, um, don't take this in the wrong way, please. I don't, uh, I don't want to sound like an insult, but not as like proactive, more, a little more reactive. That's, that's very true. Um, how do you 
how do you cope that and what are like the pros and cons to it and uh how do you keep yourself how do you keep yourself in check for those out there who are a little more on the i don't want to say lazier side for those out there are more on the uh maybe who relate more to me yeah like homebody or this or that more so just to clarify what is your question <laughs> um for those so answering it yeah correctly for those out there who are a little more on your frequency yeah. and your wave uh what are the pros and cons to it and how do you keep yourself in check and make sure that you because you're not as proactive you're a little more reactive kind of just go with the flow and yeah. mellow pros and cons <laughs> <laughs> um well he said it's all cons <laughs> i i think the biggest um plus for being more docile um is the ability to maintain my composure um earlier in this conversation you said you know don't take this the wrong way and immediately you know my body relaxes itself and um like i know that it's almost like if I am at zero constantly, then it, my body goes to like a negative five when I am hearing bad news. And the the bad news may like rise me up to like a two, but it's it's nothing in comparison maybe to someone who's operating on a 10, you know? Um, <laughs> so that's, that's one composure. And a negative would be um, complacency. So, um, just not, not doing anything. And, and again, um, the way that I combat that is putting myself in situations that are contradictory to my, my natural state of being, whether it's an orgy or <laughs> <laughs> maybe a, um, um, a boys club, right. Um, and not boys club in the sense of, you know, maybe a, a gay street downtown, but boys club. Um, meaning more, more macho, more, um, <laughs> more, um, strength building, like, a, like a hit, hit club or, or, um, jujitsu, which is, which okay, is really popular. Yeah. I hear what you mean. Yeah. I hear what you mean. That's interesting. Um, and it's not because I want to do these things. I just, I see the benefit and, and contradicting myself. Yeah. I feel like you should. That's, um, that's how you grow if you're doing it in the right way, you know? If you know you're a complacent person, if you know you're a complacent person, you got to go out there and like make things happen and you have to go do like everything is a chore though. Everything is a chore for you. Yes. Getting up is a chore. Like brushing my teeth is like everything is a chore. That sounds so counter. uh, That sounds very contradictory to you though, because you are not, but I'm contradictory to myself. (laughs) You're usually not like that though. From what I've seen, you're, you're always, Oh, I'm going to go do this and that. Like, I I'll have to, I have to be, you. and the reason is because I wasn't always like that. Oh. Yeah. You're seeing like the, not the new and improved, maybe, the <laughs> maybe, maybe the, the worn and, and the, uh, <laughs> the 2.0, the pressing. worn and the, um, the 1.1.5 <laughs> worn and wise. I'm <laughs> kidding. Um, but yeah, this is, this is, um, a little bit of a better version, um, that you've been exposed to for sure. You had a, uh, so we went out to karaoke night recently, uh, episode on that, (laughs) that has dropped previously. Um, we went out to karaoke and one of your friends, um, I know you, you wanted me to meet this person and you wanted me and her to be like dynamite together. I was putting it out there. Let let, let me clarify. I'm not a matchmaker, (laughs) but I knew that there was interest on your side 
And I knew that there was interest on her side. Okay. So I just enough. provided a place for things to happen. And I, I think that was, I think that was very, uh, I don't want to say sweet of you, but very, uh, uh, genuine of you because you didn't play matchmaker. Um, you know, you were pretty just like, Hey, this is you, this is you, this is just a place to make it happen. Uh, or like see if something connects. Um, and off the bat, I don't, I won't get too far into that, but okay. I will say, um, I did have a genuine conversation mm-hmm. with this person, uh, at the bar. I think you like walked away. Yeah. Um, can definitely tell this person's very caring and very sweet. And I don't think, you know, if I'm being honest, um, I can't say we have a ton in common, especially like views maybe, um, for sure. Uh, but disregarding that and try not to like label things, uh, she was very sweet, you know, and very caring. I could tell for sure. And that kind of made me give a, uh, uh, almost like a second take. She was she was extremely sweet, and I I did enjoy that. She was extremely like pretty and yeah. What why do you what um what brought her to your mind? Why do you, why do you bring her up? I don't know. I was just thinking. Um, you told me, you told me that this person. All right, I uh told you like I texted this individual, and I uh texted this person, and you said oh like this person told me this too. Um. But you didn't play matchmaker, you know. Uh, she asked how I am, yeah. like what's, and you told her whatever you told her. But you didn't like. Uh, it wasn't like a boost, like oh yeah, like you know, like go uh, date this. <laughs> I I told I told you, um, and th- this is what I told him specifically. I I um, I, she asked, you know, how is this person? Like, how is this person? And uh, my response was. These are two traits that I admire about him. Uh, keep in mind that <laughs> that Izzy is a is a whole individual, right? He's a human, but these are two traits that I admire most about him, like his determination, and he's really driven. And if you know if that appeals to you, then I think then uh, you know make something happen. Dang, but nothing else, no caring or passion. I'm kidding. You're. Um, the the traits that I admire most about you, yeah, are your 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 goal driven, and I think that has an effect on anyone that you're around, and uh, your determination to make things happen. Well, I appreciate that. I think um, I think it's hard, right? Because there's so many dimensions behind a, a human being. It's hard to. Uh, it was different for me to hear you say that, um, and not for in a positive or negative way. It's just different. Yeah. Because I think if I was trying to put you on a friend, yeah, I would tell course. that I would tell that person like, oh, he's great, like yeah. this, this, and that, A, B, C, and D, make him move, go do this, go do that. You kind of just left it like open, and I think that's pretty unique, um, because you've obviously seen different uh, sides to me. Yeah, I say certain things that are out of pocket. I do certain <laughs> things that are out of pocket. I think every everybody to an extent does um hopefully you don't see me as that but (laughs) humans humans as as i've mentioned you know are multi-dimensional and you know our one our one action our one like um face that that we show is not encompass everything that we are for sure and i think um 
again, that's the whole important thing about the face, uh, like showing everybody like what type of person you are. But I just think it's interesting hearing you, you know, uh, in that way, describe someone. These are these are qualities I admire about this person. You make your own, um, not judgment, but you make your own assessment. Yeah. And I think that uh, kind of ties back to just we how we as people like, interact. Like I, we were talking about meditation um, earlier and trying to find like that inner version of yourself. And I uh, I was like thinking when I was like meditating for that six minute period and the whoever the instructor was she was like uh like kind of like look into yourself and like and i don't not word for word, but look into yourself and uh i guess like what's going on within you and it kind of made me think like hmm, like what type of person am i how would i describe myself to someone else you know hmm. like unbiasedly you know not bi yeah. biasedly you could talk yourself up all day but unbiasedly i'm this, like uh, how this is an interesting conversation yeah, because I it kind of made me think, you know, I was thinking about all the events that have unraveled um, recently. You know, I have some parties, some parties of individuals are like, yeah, is he like, yeah, that's a great dude. Like, it's a solid guy, great person. Uh, some parties may be like, oh, like, fuck that guy. Like, he's a fucking dick or this and that. Some people might, you know, it's just uh, you never know. Because you never know what uh, face you have to show people. And I think uh, that little meditation period kind of just gave me a... Uh, I was really thinking hard on that. Because I was like, how would I describe someone close to me? How would I describe uh, Presley to someone? And although our differences... Yeah. We have our differences for sure. Like one or two. <laughs> one or two times. Like, no. I think uh, even despite those differences, right... I even had that friend that I was telling you about and you and him don't jive super well. And I found myself like telling him like, no, like he's Presley's a great dude. Don't think I've ever met anybody like him. Uh, me and him have experienced so much. It's not even a bias, but I've seen how he treats, uh, I guess his friends and like, he's, he's an amazing person. And even though you may have gotten a bad read off of someone, let's say like a handshake or this or that, right? Everybody's motor functions are a little bit different. Um, even with me, when I try to like hug you, like here, come here, bro. I try to hug you. Even you like hesitate. And at first I picked up on that. Like when I first, uh, I like went in for a hug once and I was like, come here, bro. Like, love you, man. <laughs> and you like hesitated and you do that one arm side hug. I'm about to like throw your ass through a wall for that. <laughs> Cause that's what I do when I'm trying to curve people, but I'm, uh, I don't know the deeper reasons, right? Like I only know what I see. Yeah. I don't know how you view me or what you think, but I think it's, um, I don't know, man. It's so interesting. Like you're going to go home, right. And you're going to go to your family and your house and everything else. Like you're your own human being. Yeah. And we're sitting here in the same room doing this podcast. And when you leave, I'm going to be here doing my, it's, it's weird. No, like when you think about, no, I, I like how you're unpacking these different elements of life and of personas and, and our involvement with our families. I, I, this is a, this is a lot to hear, but it's, it's, it's good information. It's interesting. Yeah. It's like, I'm, I'm thinking, I'm like, he's gonna, like, he's looking at, you're looking at me talking to you. Like you're, yeah. you're viewing me. Right. I, but I'm the one here. Wait, wait. His third eye is open. <laughs> 
A little, no, a little bit. Like, <laughs> no, I, no, I see it. Like, no, like I'm looking into your third eye. Right like, now. here I am talking to you, yeah. but you're viewing me, you know, and it's yes. it's different. I don't know how you view me, mm-hmm. and I just found myself like a <laughs> third eye, TN from Dragon Ball Z. I don't know if you've seen it. Mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, it's just interesting, man. Like, here I am, like defending, not even defending you, because it's not like it's an attack, but it's like a observation. Like, no, he's a great person. This, this, and that. I, I appreciate that, but I, I do want to comment on that because um, we did have that conversation briefly and it did um, uh, unnerve me a little bit. And it made me think um, about a quote that I heard long ago that uh, goes um, very, very simply. Simply put, it's don't give weight to things that don't matter. And that's not to say that this person doesn't matter. But this opinion of me in this instance does not matter to me and how I operate. And you uh, definitely made that heard when you told me. Uh, you said something like this is a, uh, what do you say? Like, unwarranted information. Yeah, unwarranted. And I was oh, my bad. I mean, uh, I did, to me, I was just like informing you. Yes. And I think we, we're different people. We operate differently. And you value information. I've worked with, with some people who, who are... Um, Exactly. Who operate on that frequency, similar to you, who, who need the information. They need the facts. They need to make the changes. They need to know. And I, you know, don't need that. I feel like, hey, this is the objective. I'm doing the best that I can. And if, you know, if it works out, then it does. And if it doesn't, then, you know, we keep pushing. You know, I don't, I don't need to, to know everything. And I feel like that's... Um... That's good, right? Like sometimes being oblivious, I'm not saying you're oblivious. But I definitely am. To an in, extent, in many areas. to an extent, like sometimes being oblivious is, uh, is it, it for can the serve best. You. It can serve you. Yeah. Like not being oblivious to your whole life around you, <laughs> but sometimes being oblivious to like what people think of you. No, you're right. Like, uh, Especially, it doesn't matter. You know, if it, if it doesn't serve you, if you, if you are on this path of self-improvement and you, you know, you need, you value this person. Okay. That's great. But if this person has not entered your life in a way that is meaningful to you, then, then that opinion doesn't carry as much weight. For sure. And I think, uh, even on the grand scheme of things, and I'm so guilty of this at times, I try to be better about it, man. But, um, judging people where they're at, because you, everybody's trying to improve. Not everybody, not everybody. Retract, retract, retract. <laughs> the people who are trying to improve and they're going day in and day out and trying to grow mentally and physically, you know, I, you could start off in a far worse spot on the scale than someone else. So that person may have made tremendous growth yeah. and you're judging them where they're at, which might still, you might view as like a low point still, mm-hmm. but they're trying to like grow and they're, you know, they're still being a good person and using their moral compass and all these other things, but they're trying to grow as a person mentally and physically. And you're kind of like uh, judging them where they're at. And I think that can be a really bad thing. You know, um, I think if, if someone's trying to improve, trying to be a better version of yourself, like you can't, um, you can't do that. You know, you know what I'm saying? I do. And I, I definitely think I, I disagree with you just because you can, right? It, it can be done, but who is that serving? Who is it serving? You know, does yeah. it, does is it like, are you helping that person? 
Are you helping yourself at all? And And that scenario I told you about earlier, I told you about this one person I was like defending and yada, 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 all that stuff. Um, And the first thing they did to this person is throw them under the bus and just start like blasting them. And even the person that I work with, that's uh, like my boss. Wait, wait, wait. Can you, can you go back for a second? Like describe the scenario. Yeah. So this person, uh, long story short, they had like a, they, uh, their living conditions were just like very dirty. They're going through a lot of shit at the okay, moment. So this is someone that you know that you work with. Yep. And he, uh, I would like to think, you know, cause he's, he's told me on multiple accounts that like I mentored him and like, I was like the main one who helped him like grow into a next version of himself. That's kind of tapered off. Um, but I, at one point was that person, uh, for him and I always looked out for him. Um, I, and at least I thought I did. Uh, and I think to the he, best of your ability. Yeah. It's the best of my ability. And he knew that as well, but these people were just like, uh, these other people I work with were just very, you know, like talking down on him as soon as he wasn't in the room and they went on and, uh, they were in complete denial of it. At least one of them was like in complete denial of it. Uh, the other one was kind of like, this isn't a big deal, but one of them was just a like, complete denial. I'm like, Hey man, like I have no reason to sit here and like BS and okay, like, so say you, I confronted, heard some... you confronted these people who were talking about yeah, yeah, your yeah. mentee. Yeah, definitely. Uh, he asked me if I could be present. Yeah. He's like, can you please be present? Like that's, that's huge. So I, it was, I was like, if you'd like me to, so it was me and him yeah. standing out there with the two people who were like talking. I was like, Hey and these guys, are, these are manly men. Like these are not for sure. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. These are like abrasive. Like, yes. So this is, it, it makes me really like, I'm smiling now because for him to want you there for him to address them directly. These are people that he cares about, right? His friends, quote unquote. For sure. And just open himself up and, and tell them how he's feeling. Yeah. He sort of like almost, uh, he, he gets teary eyed when he gets very worked up and mad and that happened. And these people, I I'm telling them like, Hey, we've been working together this long. Why are we throwing people under the bus? Like where to like, what, what is the purpose of that? Why are you labeling him? This and that complete denial. Um, they, two people asked me if I could go inside. Well, one of them does. And I look at the the guy and I'm like, Hey dude, like, is that cool? Like you got it. He was like, yeah, I just want to talk to them. Uh, and they so like they steered around, they, they steered around and thinking of trying to like make this like huge drama, but I'm not, you know, I'm looking out for this guy because I, I, I care about him, uh, as a, as a friend and as somebody that I used to like train up and all this other stuff. But anyways, they put like a label on him of where he was at and we had this huge discussion and you know, I told him we're all together. It's like, Hey, correct me if I'm wrong. Like I looked down, I was like, correct me if I'm wrong, but you have felt like isolated from this whole group. You felt like you've been having the one with a label put on you the entire time. This is that I'm going at it. Like with my boss, my, uh, like my boss, your supervisor. Yeah. Yeah. And not like the one above me. I'm talking about the, the man. Yeah. Like the chief, if yeah. you get what I mean. Yeah. Um, and he's basically along the lines of, uh, well, they're not wrong. You know, he put the label on himself and I'm talking to them like, yeah, but that's not right. You know, like we're supposed to be all working together just because, just because someone is just because, uh, let's say his room is in some condition or this or that. <laughs> he, but did anybody actually talk to him? You, you, you operate as a humanist sometimes. For so, you to be able to to see the bigger picture, 
uh, in this instance, I tried, um, I tried to, and I talked to him. I was like, it's inexcusable. You know, like you made a still mistake. fucked up. He made a mistake. Yeah. But I understand, like you told me what's going on. I get it. Like I have no reason. I, I don't have like little dick syndrome enough to sit there and find a reason to say, Oh, you're lying. Like if you're telling me this is how it is, I'm not being oblivious, but I am, uh, I'm hearing you, you know, like you're telling me it's like this. I believe you. You're going through something right now. I get it. But not one of them offered like, do you need help cleaning? Yeah. You know, your, your area. Do you need help with this, this and that? And I did that. I was like, Hey, like if you need help, we can go right now. Otherwise I'm going to assume you're going to square it away yourself, but like we can do that. And I tried to bring that up as a point. We had the whole, all of our people together and I told them, I was like, rather this person was like, how does that mean we don't care about him? One of his friends started like crying, uh, tearing, yeah. not crying, tearing up. He was like, just because we said something da da da, kind of got like taken out of context. How does that mean we don't care about him? And I look at him and I tell him, um, Hey, this is, this is so powerful. Yeah. Well, I look at him. I'm like, it's not me. Like, it's not me that's making saying, this up. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's not me making this it's not me saying you don't care about him. It's your actions. Like, listen to him. And I look at the guy who they're labeling. Like, listen to the words he's telling you out of his mouth. He doesn't want you to talk negatively about him and label him these things when he's not present. If he's present and he can defend himself, that's different. But he is telling you him. He is saying, and correct me if I'm wrong, but you are saying you don't want them to say these things about you behind your back and label you with people that you call like friends, you know? So it's not me saying you don't care about him. It's him telling you what he's not cool with and you're doing it. You know, you're just not getting called out for it. So you don't think it's like wrong. So that's why you're showing that you don't care about him as much as you're saying you do. And it's sometimes it, it takes like being, um, and I'm, I'm just going to, I guess, wrap this, uh, around back to me. Uh, but I, I told you this. My my friend is a big um, proponent of reciprocity um, and everything that they do. Yes. And I operate in a, in a space that's you know a little different than that. I can see that you care. You know, if if you're there, if you're you know, quality time, whatever the case is. Like I don't need to. So specifically, without uh, making this uh, super convoluted, just making it simple, just bringing it down a little bit. Um, I had a close friend when I was in high school who liked me to ask her how her day was. Yeah. She would ask me all the time. My response was always the same, you know, nothing. If something came up, if something came up in my life, I, I would let her know. But uh -huh. I, you know, didn't need her to ask me, but that's what she wanted. And um, I didn't do it because I, I, I felt that she was operating in my mindset. You know, if I have something to say, then I'll say it. But she was operating a space with, I want him, I want to hear that. I want to hear that he cares and I need that. And, um, sometimes you, you don't know what people need unless they tell you, and you don't know you're doing anything wrong. If it's right for you, if something's right for I you. Don't, yeah, yeah. I don't disagree. I don't yeah. disagree. Like what's right to you is not right to someone else and vice yeah. versa. And I, um, and that's why to me, right. And I, I told this individual like, Hey, yeah. my buddy from his mouth. Yeah, like, I'm like, hey, my buddies, at least like my close friends, wouldn't be saying those types of things, and they weren't just saying like, oh, he's dirty. They were, they were like, 
oh, he's fucking stupid. How the fuck is he always the one that uh, has like his really, shit? really belittling him? Yeah, yeah. And he wasn't present. And I don't know if they meant it, you know, in that way. One of them kind of takes off like a little fucking dynamite fuse. Yeah. Uh, and that's just how he is. But to me, I'm just like doing my work on the computer, not saying a word. And I know how I would feel. And hearing them say that about their friend, yeah. I'm like, that's just not something uh, you do. And it makes me think like what definitely they said way worse like about me. Um, but I, I just think uh, like you, like you have to take accountability sometimes, you know, like you're the one who said these words, right? Like there's, I have no reason to sit there and skew them. Got like a month left here um, at the time. So I got like a month left here. Like what, what purpose do I have to like skew these words? I'm looking out for someone who I've been looking out for really for about two years now. And this someone tells me how isolated he feels. He tells me how people like uh, in, in our group and that uh, group of people who work together, you know, your work, your work project. Yeah. yeah. And he tells me like, Hey, they don't uh, include me. They don't, they've been acting weird. And you know, we went out for dinner one time and he's like, like, Oh, let me like, I'll buy you a drink. And he pays for my drink. And I'm like, you know, I feel like he, uh, deep down he did that because I, I might be wrong, right? Like he's an amazing dude. Uh, he's very strong, like hella, uh, takes care of himself like physically, but you know, everybody has their, um, falters mentally. And I think he even just bought me that drink cause he wanted the company, wanted someone to talk to because maybe he felt like his friends were like slipping away. And I guess, uh, making myself like the common enemy. Um, and I look at it as almost like a good thing now because he felt super isolated before. And then they gave him the affirmation after, after they were like hugged him and they're like, no, like, we care about you and this and that. And they gave him the affirmation and like hugged him and said, no, we care about you like this. And it made him feel like whole and complete. It made me seem like I was trying to stir the pot and turn everybody against him. I wasn't, I was really just looking out for him and his interests. And I guess me being the common denominator of enemy between those two people uh, at the time brought everybody closer together. Uh, so I feel like at the end of the day, I'm happy with that. I know he's happy now. He's more content than he was when I was working there. Not because of me, but because how isolated he felt from them. And I know now they're not at that point, but I just feel like labeling uh, someone for where they're at rather than helping them out. And etc. you never know what people are going through. You know, he, He's super fit. He takes care of himself. Um, he really tries to be a team player. Uh, we would task him out to do everything. And he would kind of just do it with no complaints. And I had to tell him, like, hey, man, like, you don't understand. Like, too many Chiefs, not enough Indians. It just doesn't work out. I was like, you are the, like, you are the person. Like, without you, I told him, I was like, dude, without you, like, none of this works because... Other than that, it's a whole bunch of us like chiefs trying to make things happen. No, I don't want to do this. No, I don't want to do that. But with him, it's like I like he's he understands he doesn't have as much experience uh, for certain things. Maybe he does now, but at the time, and that's why I just uh, yeah, he 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 was just very he was like selfless like servitude um, for sure. And I feel like where he was at, he's probably going through something, and everybody is. Huh? Yeah. Made a mistake and everyone jumped on him for that. Exactly. And that's as, not as right. As people uh, tend to do. And that, that makes me, and it just brings me back around to the point 
of how would I explain myself? How would I ex- uh, explain who I am to someone else? Just like how I explained you to someone else. Just like how I explained uh, him right now, right? Like I talked about how great he is and this and that. And I hope, I hope in some context that, uh, you know, people regard me in that way. I know certain people definitely don't, which I'm cool with. Um, but I feel like you can't always like please everyone. So at the but same you, time, you I want to be, you want to be seen as you are. And, and that person is someone who is helpful and caring and helpful, caring, but can also be a dick and can also be very like fucking tomahawk, like straight at whatever his goals are but it's not because i don't like a certain individual it's not because i uh am trying to be an asshole it's because i have a certain goal in mind Mm -hmm. if you get what i'm saying (laughs) it's it's confusing dude it's um it it makes sense to me because i i know you right the the objective or the end goal right Uh, justifies the means is is kind of what you're saying but um in my opinion just to i guess counter what you're saying i don't think it matters if you don't make it matter um it is uh it is subjective and if it does matter then then address it like you and your friend did for sure and i think i think that's the the uh underlying theme of this entire talk is uh i guess to take time to really take time to Without all the external and internal pressures in your life, especially internal, without all those pressures in your life, pressuring you to view yourself in some way, pressuring other people to view you in some way, really take the time to shed off, take that backpack off, all those pressures, take all that off of you and really look internally and see who you are in a good way or a bad way. You know, see how you see yourself positively, see how you see yourself negatively try to improve upon those things in both ways, you know, mentally, physically, etc. I feel like everybody can do that uh, to some extent. And maybe if you are going through it, you know, if you're going through the ringer, don't judge yourself for where you're at now. Um, just judge yourself. Don't judge yourself for where you're at now. Judge yourself on the growth you've made and uh, at least how much you're going to continue to grow if you do. And I think, uh, I think if you do that, Overall, at least your life or your life output will be um, just that little bit better. And I think meditation, maybe find something to find some way to show that about yourself. You know, like don't always be so wired up and this, this and that. Try to find a way to really look into yourself and uh, yeah, see, see your pros, see your cons, see your faults, see your what you flourish in and uh, just try to improve yourself every day. (laughs) well guys uh thanks for listening to this episode go and smash that five star button up in the corner hit that follow button if you're not following us on spotify and uh yeah see you on the next one peace